First of all, I'd like to give a word of thanks to my friend Patrick Hall, a uh, priest and campus missioner for Rice University, for his sermon last Sunday entitled Risking Exposure, which I got to hear this week, and it helped to draw out the words that I will be giving today. You can uh, look him up on the interwebs, uh, Patrick Hall, and search for his sermon last Sunday called Risking Exposure, if you are so inclined. Apparently, I recommend it. Turning to today's sermon and gospel reading now, I found in the last, oh, maybe six months or so of my life, that one of the worst and most harmful inventions ever created in the history of man is the snooze button. (laughs) How's that for hyperbole? It's a procrastinator's dream. You get to put off the day and stay comfy in bed, wrapped up in the covers just a little bit longer, which, if you're going to do that, I mean... Just set the alarm for ten minutes later, you know, don't be stupid. But the big problem with the snooze button, at least for me, is all that doesn't get done in the morning. Because I don't get to take that early morning walk or have that time in prayer, and then I end up rushing through a morning that could have been more peaceful. Now, as non-horrific and only mildly annoying as that may sound, What about when we begin hitting the snooze button in life? I know I need to do this thing right now. I know it's important. I know where I need to be going in life, but I really want to stay just as I am. So I'll put it off. Snooze. When the Greeks came to see Jesus... That was his alarm clock going off. As soon as he heard that a couple of Greeks wanted to talk to him, Jesus immediately told his disciples, The hour has come for the Son of Man to be glorified. A.K.A. It's time for me to get arrested and die and killed, y'all. Why was the fact that a couple of Greeks wanting to talk to Jesus an alarm clock for him. Why did that tell him, hey, it's time to get up and go finish the work that I have been given and go to the cross? Perhaps it's because these Greeks were Gentiles and Jesus realized that in order for his mission to continue and extend to all of the Gentiles, he had to die and be raised and the Holy Spirit to come upon his disciples so that they could all continue his work and grow his kingdom here on earth. Perhaps it was simply some preordained bat signal given to Jesus by his father. Now, son, when a couple of Greeks come to see you, that's your cue. Maybe not. In any case, as soon as that alarm went off, Jesus hopped out of bed and immediately began preparing his disciples for his coming death. He told them that a grain of wheat must fall into the earth and die so that it could bear much fruit. Rather than just to stay as it is, comfy in its little shell, Jesus was talking about his kingdom and the resurrection life within his kingdom. 
after this life when we physically die and in this kingdom life here on earth. Long before our deaths, we have alarm clocks going off in our lives, telling us that it is time for the kingdom life here on earth, letting us know that there are conditions and situations in our lives which need to die in order for that kingdom life to happen. We need to let go of an old resentment. We need to stop drinking. We need to stop going halfway with our faith and instead fully embrace the life and way of Jesus. We need to let a past relationship go. Or we need to stop fooling ourselves that we are okay and admit to how broken we really are. We all have alarm clocks going off, letting us know that it is time to let that condition or that situation die. And we hear the alarm and we know what we need to do, that it is time to get up out of bed, that the shadow of the tomb, which is our nightly slumber, we need to get up out of bed and let what die need, that needs to die, let it die. But instead, we hit the snooze button and stay as we are, assuming that we can manage life as it is, assuming that we can try harder and do better and largely stay as we are. And this is, of course, untrue. But we simply wait for the next alarm keeping our whole lives in the shadow of death rather than waking up and getting out of bed and placing that part of our lives which needs death into the tomb. So why do we do this over and over? Why, when we hear Jesus calling, calling us to his kingdom, calling us to let something within us die that is holding us back from life in his kingdom, why do we keep hitting that blasted snooze button? Perhaps it's a lack of trust or a lack of belief in him. Perhaps there is fear at facing the new day without whatever part of us we need to let go. Or sometimes we're just so comfortable where we are even though we know it's not working. We're just so comfortable lying in bed with the covers drawn up that we don't want to move. We don't want to change because it's too hard to get up out of bed when we know we've got that snooze alarm to come around again and again. The problem with this snooze alarm is that in life, it only makes getting out of bed harder. We become more ingrained in the life we have, even though we know that life is not working. The thought of risking change becomes intolerable. Facing the, two, the new day is far too daunting and we are far too tired, so we hit the snooze button again. Perhaps then we need to change our bedtime, so to speak. 
so that we're not so tired in the morning, so that we sleep better throughout the night, and the thought of facing the new day doesn't seem so daunting. Intentionally following practices of prayer and scripture reading and service to others, setting aside intentional time each day, learning more and more to trust in Jesus, to recognize his voice, so that when that alarm goes off, it is not a fearful sound, but an invitation from a trusted friend. And we can't do these practices of prayer and scripture reading and service to others by ourselves. We need a community of others to help us learn to trust in Jesus as we help them to learn to trust in Jesus more and more. We need to admit to these others, to this community of people around with us, we need to admit to them why we keep hitting the snooze button. We need to admit to ourselves what it is that's keeping us in bed so that they can give us the extra support we need to get up out of bed in the morning, knowing that we have them to help us, that we can help them to get out of bed and to face the world without those things that we need to let die. Because we need help to put things in a tomb. We need people with us at a funeral. And we need those folks to help us through the new life as our lives are remade by Jesus and as his fruit begins to grow in us. Now, it's a daunting task to let die within us, that which Jesus is calling us to let die. And that snooze button is oh so tempting. But what's waiting for us when we get out of bed is the resurrection life of Jesus' kingdom here on earth. The love of Jesus, the life of Jesus, the forgiveness and grace of Jesus are received by us and given by us to others. And that's what we're putting off every time we hit that snooze button. His kingdom, his resurrection life, his grace and forgiveness. A life which is unbound by that which keeps us asleep. That's what's waiting for us. Sleeper, awake, Jesus calls. Quit with the darn snooze button and get out of bed. Let die within you that which needs to die and follow me.